to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday. We don't do Black Friday here. Your best look ahead at the weekend sport with a focus on the Dons from Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and myself, Dave McDermott. In tonight's show, we look back at last week's disappointment. Didn't want to watch it again because I didn't enjoy watching Saturday. But AFC chairman Stuart Mill makes it clear Derek McInnes is going nowhere. He, he loves this club. He knows he's loved. On the park, the Dons travel to face Kilmarnock on the plastic of Ayrshire. And we'll also look ahead to the rest of the Premiership. We'll have, as ever, the predictor. And we'll hear from Aberdeen's newest Freeman of the city. Be looking to get back to winning ways on Sunday, Dave, after last weekend's horror show. Yeah, the manager says against Motherwell, it was as bad a showing from the Dons as he can remember. We were awful. We were, from start to finish, awful. I mean, it was such an uncharacteristic performance um, from us. You know, nothing away from Motherwell that deserved the victory. I think, um, you know, it's a reminder to everybody, players, myself, that, um, you know, we might have some good players here, but it counts for nothing if you're not going to go and, and put your shoulder away and work hard and work harder than your opponent and impose yourselves on the game. And, you know, it's been a, a tough week from that sense, but for the good couple of days, a few days with players, good video session, analysing it and it wasn't a pretty watch didn't want to watch it again because I didn't enjoy watching Saturday but needs must and it was uh, as I say it was a bad day for us and we, we normally keep those types of performances in isolation so hopefully that's where it stays and Andrew um, the manager said it was awful um, we said on, on commentary along with uh, Graham Shinney who of course was suspended that uh, we would concur yeah was said described it as a horrible game to watch it was it was a horrible day all round and uh, as the manager correctly said there they've shown a great bounce back ability and they've got to show it once again Again on Sunday. Absolutely. The other news coming out yesterday, Dave, of course, is uh, Stuart Milne uh, saying that uh, the manager's uh, going nowhere. Yeah, fantastic news. The chairman has told Red TV Derek is staying put at Putaudry. He's no no intentions uh, going anywhere. Uh, he loves this club. He knows he's loved. He knows he's uh, respected by everyone at the club, by the fans uh, out there. And I think anyone that uh, was at the original predetermination here and, and heard Derek speak with the passion that he has for this football club, it's a big, big part of uh, Derek's life. And Dave, I mean, the, the manager, he's always said that he doesn't want to be remembered as the manager that brought the, just the one trophy to Pitaudry. Yeah, well, I've always believed that there is a lot of unfinished business. Aberdeen have come close on uh, different occasions to adding to the, the trophy cabinet, uh, quite apart from that glorious day at Park Red in 2014. Uh, most notably, of course, the, the Scottish Cup final um, last season when you know, they were so close to beating Celtic and, and, and winning the Cup. There's still a lot more to do as the the chairman um, has said. He's always said to me that um, he didn't want to leave his club, just leaving one trophy in the boardroom. And it's great news for everyone that he is uh, committed. He, he just wants to get on uh, and doing a job. You no, know, he's spent a lot of time, effort and, and money, I, I would add, uh, over the summertime to rebuild the team. Since then, he's uh, re-signed got a number of players to to extend their their contract, some of the senior players, some of the younger players. And everyone recognises the fantastic job that 
him and Tony have done and, and nobody wants to see him uh, leaving this club. We know he will one day but we all dearly hope that he's going to be here for quite some time. And Andrew, there's still people saying that uh, in the media in certain quarters uh, he's still the man for Rangers. Take it with a pinch of salt, we're being told, but uh, I, I think, you know... Uh, that's both Derek and Stuart Milne have said he's staying at Aberdeen. When's the penny going to drop with some of these people? Yeah, I just wonder. Absolutely. And uh, David, at the press conference today, Derek was in certainly a, a very determined mood, wasn't he? Yeah, very bullish, but very, very positive. Um, it, he made it abundantly clear. Everyone just needs to draw a line under all these continued rumours. He is remaining where he is. I had a good chat with the chairman. You know, we've got a good relationship. I think relationships are are key for any manager. And, um, you know, just reiterate what the chairman said, to be honest. You know, it's um, I'm happy here. I've said it all along. This is where I see myself and nothing changes that. You know, I can't um, do anything about speculation and all the rest of it. I have never commented on speculation and I don't feel the need to comment on speculation now. You know, I, I feel that nobody asked me really about West Brom. I got asked one question about the Scotland thing about a month ago and I answered that and nobody's answered that again. Um, the Celtic manager doesn't get asked about the Everton job or anything else. This is purely driven uh, by rumour and speculation and enough's enough. We work for Aberdeen here and we go on with Aberdeen's business and I feel it's important that we move on and that's why I totally endorse what the chairman said and happy to reiterate everything he said on it and I just want to move on from it. Absolutely, well, as we all do and uh, I think that the squad uh, obviously delighted, uh, as they say, it didn't make any difference to all the speculation they're paid uh, to, to play a game of football but uh, I think that the squad will be very pleased at the news. Yeah, ab- absolutely over the moon when we spoke to Gary Mackay Stephen today and, you know, he basically said there's there's delight in the Don's dressing room. We didn't really take too much note of all the speculation. We never, it was not something we spoke about in the dressing room or that and we just went about our business but having the manager come out and say that and the chairman um, that they're staying is obviously a great boost for all the players. It's a reason, a big reason the manager was um, for me coming here. Um, I want to work with him so I'm pleased but I know uh, speak for everyone in the dressing room that's happy he's staying and his future is here Let's look at football now Andrew um, Good Kilmarnock <laughs> on Sunday we've got a good record down there but Achilles side that's certainly been buoyed by the arrival of Steve Clark. Yeah I mean Steve Clark, what a, an excellent appointment for Kilmarnock when you look at some of the people that he's been assistant to you know Rude Hulett, Bobby Robson Mourinho, Gianfranco Zola Kenny Dalglish just to name a few and you know for a club like Kilmarnock to get a manager like that it's a real coup for them and uh, it's it's a big lift for them but and it is a big but they're dreadful at home their home form you know they haven't won a league game at home in six and a half months they've only won four out of their last 28 home league matches Aberdeen as you said have got a great record down there so we should be going down there full of confidence yeah all these stats you, mm. sometimes it's a double edged sword isn't it, it is. <laughs> setting ourselves up but you do think that uh, the Dons after last week's performance, they are so determined to put that behind them. And the only way they can do that is by 
turning things around and putting on a good performance. Yeah, there, there's a, a real desire amongst that uh, Don squad just to put things right. They know they didn't do themselves anywhere near justice against Motherwell. Um, looking at Steve Clark, talking about him, Derek McInnes, uh, he's joining in with the, the praises for the impact Clark has had on Kelly since his arrival. I think Coman are capable um, of getting results. We've also got to show our capabilities to keep our shoulder the wheel for 90 minutes. If we get spells on top of the game, we've got to go and try and reinforce that. And I think that um, with Steve coming in, uh, I think it's a brilliant appointment, uh, by the way. I think it's, uh, you know, he was actually one that I thought might be considered for the Scotland job, but, you know, such is the regard that, that I had for him. Um, and having met Steve a couple of weeks ago at a, a, a development game, he's, he's really, really enjoying um, being at Kilmarnock and um, getting his teeth into it. And I think you can see his way of working and um, how the team are set up. And uh, another name thrown into the hat by Derek there for the Scotland job, which he himself was um, St- Steve Clark. He's certainly got enough of a pedigree, you'd have thought. You mentioned all the, the coaches he's worked with. Yeah, I mean, he was assistant uh, to these guys, but he also managed West Brom and Reading in his own rights. And uh, a man who won eight Scotland Cups uh, during his playing career, very highly regarded in the game. So, yeah, a, a perfectly valid uh, candidate for the Scotland job, I would have said. Now, it looks as though we're going to take a thousand fans on Sunday, which, given the fact mm. that the kickoff time is 12.15, it's a Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon, rather. Uh, if you're travelling by public transport uh, from Aberdeen, you can't get there yeah, in time for the it. start. So, mm. tremendous showing, but uh, what, what sort? of game are you expecting Dave because sometimes these Sunday lunchtime ones can lack a wee bit Yes I, I certainly don't think there'll be anything lacking from Aberdeen they will come out with uh, fire in their bellies um, they they need to put things right after the Motherwell performance which you know by Derek's own admission was you know uh, really unacceptable and they, they just have to go out and, and play the way they're capable of and do themselves justice Absolutely well um, let's hear from uh, Steve Steve Clark himself and the Killy boss says the support their supporters can play their part this weekend. If we can get the crowd back in here on Sunday afternoon a little bit higher than normal, a little bit more vocal than normal, they can help the players on the pitch. And if they can help the players on the pitch, it can only be good for everybody. It would certainly be quite helpful if we could win a game at home because obviously we need to, we need to win games as well because we're. I keep saying it, we're playing catch-up from, from leaving so many points behind at the start of the season. So we, we're in a position where we have to win games. Uh, and the quicker we can do that, the better. And the next game that we've got coming up is a home game against Aberdeen on Sunday. And three points would be great for everybody. Well, not for everybody, because it wouldn't be great for us, yeah, Steve. No, thank you very much. For but us. Um, I think you mentioned about the plenty fire, and although it won't, there'll be plenty of uh, um, inspiration and uh, reason for the Dons to do well. The, the, the comments of a, a certain mm. Kilmarnock player have, certainly amongst the fans, and probably inside the dressing room, but not publicly, have uh, fired up the, the Dons squad. Yes, uh, Chris Boyd um, basically having a go at the Dons uh, players who were representing Scotland either on the pitch or in the squad in the, the friendly against Holland there at Pataudry. Um Denny McInnes, uh, ever the diplomat, uh, he said that Boyd's comments were, shall we say, wide of the mark. I happen to think he was wrong, but it's all about opinions, isn't it? So it's, um, I think where the grey area comes in, 
feeling is because Chris is actually speaking like a former player. Uh, and because it's, I think it's unprecedented that he's still in the game and still giving comment. And I think that's where people have um, a little concern with it. Um, and it doesn't really sit well with me either, to be honest, because it wouldn't be my player um, commenting on other players and other teams about that. So, um, but Kamarnock are obviously fine with it. So, but in terms of our sake, yet, um, I happen to think that our players did deserve an opportunity and no better time. Um, than to do that in a friendly game 12.30 the kickoff on Sunday which is not 12.15 but still uh, mm-hmm. far too early far too early for anyone <laughs> yes. to make it pub- by public transport from Aberdeen and I think the strange thing about Boyd's comments is that he is a pundit he's paid for his comments but he is still playing that's the, the difference I think the problem is that he's new to the punditry game and he's trying to make a name for himself so to do that he's got to come out with crazy controversial comments that one he clearly didn't think about because uh, you know you, the last thing you do is slaughter players that you're going to play against in two weeks' time. Uh, Graham Shinney against Chris Boyd could be an interesting wee encounter mm. come Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and uh, the manager wasn't the only person asked about the comments, was he, Dave? No, um, Gary McKay, Stephen again, GMS. Uh, he just shrugged the comments, uh, you know, aside. He says uh, Boyd's remark, in his opinion, will have no impact on the match. He's entitled to his opinion. Um, or incentive is mainly just to get the three points after dropping points last weekend um, we don't really need any added incentive you know everyone's he's certainly entitled to his opinion um, we as players don't have to agree with it I certainly don't I was surprised you know I think the boys that got called up certainly merited it. the consistency they've shown over the last months um, yeah it's, it's certainly not an added incentive we've got enough you know motivation and to go down there and win the game before that so and of course, Dave, is the chance to close the gap at the top. Yeah, Gary says with the hoops not on premiership duty this weekend, it's a good chance to put pressure on the leaders. For six points now, we can cut that down to three. Um, like you say, they've got the cup final to worry about and we've still got big games in Europe. So, um, yeah, we just need to focus on ourselves. And if we do that, um, I'm sure, you know, the, the good performances and the consistent sale come. Just before we leave Sunday's game, Andrew, you're one to watch? Um, I think Graham Shinney, because we, we could see the frustration. I'm sure the referee will be... No, well, exactly. Stephen McLean will know how to spell it properly. Yeah. Uh, but um, no, we could feel his frustration uh, sitting beside us at the back of the stand last week, and he'll be determined to work that frustration out of his system by putting in a really good shift against Kelly. Dave? I, I was going to go for Graeme Sinney myself, but I'll go for um, Adam Rooney. As the manager has said on a number of occasions, he lives in the six-yard box, but you've got to give him the right service. Give him the right service on Sunday, and he'll get you the goals. It's time to talk dogs. Adam Stand free with North Sound One's Red Friday. Welcome back to Red Friday. Well, Dennis Law, one of Aberdeen's most famous citizens, receives the freedom of the city tomorrow. And there's a whole weekend of events to celebrate that. And he caught up with our Phil McDonald. How do you feel getting the freedom of Aberdeen? Well, again, and I've said it many times, it's uh, something that really happens to other people. They get the there and then. But when it was uh, coming that I might be getting something else, I just couldn't believe it. So... It's not very far off. I still haven't got it yet, but uh, probably one of the highlights of my whole life, really. 
to get the freedom of the city of Aberdeen. I mean, you've spent a lot of your life down south, but I know most this still, yeah, most of your life, I suppose, but this place, I, I can tell, still holds a big place in your heart. Well, it's really, I, it's very difficult to explain, but I thought I'd been away from Aberdeen for a very long time. I still... When I'm coming back to Aberdeen from Manchester or wherever, I still call it home. So I never, uh, I never forget that. I love coming back to Aberdeen. Just love it. The beach, the that nice rain and the morning. Yeah, because you don't get rain in Manchester. You know that. It's not the accounts I've heard. <laughs> not quite. No, but it's just nice. It's just lovely coming home. What is it about, I suppose, the city that that makes it what it is? Well, I think when you've when you're born in the city, that that is your home, isn't it? And whatever team it is, that's the one you. No matter where you go in the world, you're still. I'm still an Aberdeen supporter, but you you never you never forget where you were brought up. Certainly, miss your fishing chips as well. Don't do it so good in the rowies. Oh dear, I'll be going back with a couple of dozen rowies and half a dozen pies, whatever. So, I mean, it's only down the road right now, but they don't do it. So. I, I, I'm, I'm so uh, I'm so lucky to have done certain things in my life. Yeah, without other people, I wouldn't be here. When you come back, what changes do you notice about the city now than when you grew up? Well, I do miss going round the harbour. Uh, blocked it off, didn't they? I used to love going around the ship. My dad was a trollerman all his life, so I was really brought up in that. And of course, the fishing industry went up to Peterhead. Nothing against Peterhead, but enough, but still. So I do, I do, I just do. I, I miss Aberdeen, yes. Football is your game, naturally. What do you, are you keeping up with the Dons just I, now? I, I do. I'm. I, I, I look for Manchester City. Or, I look for other teams I played for, but the two that I do really concentrate on is Aberdeen and Manchester United. They're the, they're the two uh, big teams. I better not say that because one of my sons is a Man City supporter. I better cut that out. Okay. So, no, it's just lovely to see. And uh, he's done a fantastic job. It's very difficult when you've got Celtic in, in that league there, which they've just gone on and on and on, haven't they, for this last sort of season and a half and nobody's sort of beaten them in that uh, thing so but Aberdeen would they win the league well it's still there it's still there it's still there you never know do you? don't be laughing you do, there's you're, you're, are you a fan yes okay uh, he's done a fantastic job and, and, and of course I read in the paper a few weeks ago there's a possibility that he might be going somewhere else and I thought oh hope not and he's staying so I'm delighted for him. I feel he's done a fantastic job uh, for Aberdeen, got him up there, it's just that Celtic are a hard team to uh, to beat and uh, obviously it's going to be very difficult but I, I'm, the fans should be quite happy with what's going on anyway so... Uh, you know, I'm not a manager, I'm not in that sort of thing, but I just look at the people and I think, well, oh, don't, don't leave Aberdeen. So you're on North Sound One's Red Friday with Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and me, Dave McDermott. It's time now for the predictor. And uh, Dave, the bad news is that Andrew did very well last week. 
Uh, he scored four points and you, me and the Red Army all scored one. The good news is that he's still six points adrift at the bottom of the table. So it's Andrew on 40, uh, me on 46, you on 47 and the Red Army out in front. And it's going to be Dennis Law representing the Red Army for the four Premiership fixtures hmm. there on 56. So uh, let's start off with uh, the big one, which is on Sunday, Kilmarnock against Aberdeen. Andrew? I uh, mentioned earlier that Aberdeen have got a great uh, record down there. I think we'll make it seven successive wins at Rugby Park and we'll win 3-1. Dave? Uh, I am going to go the same winning margin, but I'm going to go 2-0 Aberdeen. I've gone 2-0 as well. In the Premiership this evening, it's Dundee against Rangers. That one kicks off uh, shortly. And uh, Dave, what are you going for there? Oh, Dundee desperate for the points, aren't they? Uh, down at the bottom of the league, they kind of stopped the rot to some extent uh, by getting a nil-nil draw with Kilmarnock last time out, but I think Rangers will win 3-1 tonight. Andrew? I fancy a 1-1 draw. OK, I'm going for Dundee 1, Rangers 3. And I did my predictions before you, Dave. This is getting a bit worrying. That's um, OK. Tomorrow, Hamilton against Hibs, Andrew. Well, Hamilton, uh, on the back of that first victory at Ibrox in 91 years and Hibs having lost at the death to St Johnston, I think it's going to be roles reversed. I think Hibs will win it 2-1. Dave? Uh, I am going to go for 2-1 to Hibs And I'm going for 1-1 And the final one Dave Hearts against Ross County Well Hearts uh, with their great uh, Much trumpeted return to Tynecastle It fell kind of flat didn't it Uh, 1-1 draw against uh, Partick Thistle I don't think there will be a a lot to choose Between Hearts and Ross County I think home advantage might just Count in Hearts favour And they might just squeeze home 2-1 Andrew 2-1 Me 2-1. 2-1. Let's get the <laughs> no collusion. of the Red Army this week represented by the one and only First Dennis Law. Aberdeen against Kilmarnock. 3-1 to Aberdeen. Hearts and Ross County. 3-1 to Hearts. Dundee Rangers. Rangers to win 2-1. Hamilton Hibs. Hamilton Hibs. Oh, that's got to be uh, Hibs 1-0. Well, of course, Sunday, of course, as well as our game, is the Betfred Cup final Celtic against Motherwell at Hamden. How do you think that's going to? Not part of the predictor, unless I get the right result. I might argue the toss a little bit later on. But uh, <laughs> how's that one going to go? Well, hugely impressed by Motherwell last week, and they've shown that they can go to Hamden and win by doing just that against Rangers in the semi-final. Louis Moult in terrific goal-scoring form, but I think Celtic will be too strong for them. I think it'll end up being a. a margin of victory of at least two goals for Celtic but I think Motherwell could score a couple themselves so if I was to pick a scoreline I'd go Celtic 4 Motherwell 2 OK Dave um, Motherwell they, they will have a good go they have said that they're not going to try and go toe to toe with Celtic because they will get beaten they will get in about Celtic they won't stand back and admire them I think they will cause Celtic problems and also they'll be hoping there's a Champions League hangover but I, I, I don't see that happening I think the hoops will edge this one too Okay, and I'm going for 3-0 Celtic, although Louis Moult with Louis Moult, he's on fire at the moment. You just never know. Mm. Well, in League Two tomorrow, Peterhead are on the road at Stirling Albion after a great win in the Scottish Cup, William Hill Scottish Cup last week against Wraith Rovers. Yes, Dave, a great win in the Scottish Cup uh, last weekend uh, for Peterhead over Wraith Rovers. And I've been speaking to Blue Toon boss Jim McAnally particularly pleased with the last Saturday bouncing back for the defeat the week before and uh, you know today against a full time side and, and albeit 
I know they were they were missing some players, but at the end of the day, you know, we were missing uh, Scott Brown, Nicky Riley. We lost Simon Ferry injury pretty early in the game. So you know, we we had our problems and all, but we just got on with it and. Uh, I was a wee bit concerned at half time because of the pressure that we had in the game. You know, I felt as though we should have been ahead and, and I thought we might pay for it. But, you know, after the first five minutes of the second half when they missed a chance, I, I just felt for anyone in. We never looked back and and it was it was a really accomplished performance. Still enough set a terrific pace in, in this league. They've put us all under pressure, but they've started to be clawed back a wee bit. You know, it'd be good if we could get in there and, and win and keep that pressure on them and just keep the teams involved uh, pretty close together because I think that would be healthy for the league. Talking of uh, Scottish Cup good wins, the Highland clubs did us proud. They did superbly well for Martin Cove and Brora, all beating league opposition in Fraserburgh, getting the better of Spartans. Uh, so it's Highland League duty tomorrow. One game off already, Fort William against Cove Rangers. No surprise there, Claggan Park is still waterlogged. But uh, local can go top of the table if they beat Rothus. Other fixtures see for Martin play Forrest. Fraserburgh entertain Keith. It's Huntley against Lossiemouth. Nairn County against Bucky. Brora travelling to Strathbay Thistle. Turf United against Clark and Wick Academy against Devon Vale. And of course, say before we are back on air, next Friday there's a small matter of a trip to Rangers on Wednesday mm. night. Just uh, briefly, Dave, how do you think that one's going to go? Very much looking forward to that one. I see no reason why Aberdeen uh, can't win at Ibrox again after going so long uh, since the victory. I'll go for 2-1. And the first of uh, two back-to-back games against uh, Rangers. Yeah, um, it's going to be a pivotal week uh, this this coming week, so uh, best of luck to the boys against Rangers. I think they're certainly well capable of beating them both home and away. And I think the main thing is that uh, the spec speculation is now ended which is probably not not what, according to the papers down south well, exactly, it be. which is not uh, what certain people wanted they wanted well, that speculation to continue absolutely I mean there, there was all sorts of rumours about um, they were waiting until the double header was over and then Derek would go but um, that seems to be knocked in the head so where do they go from here Glasgow Rangers Football Club or sorry the Rangers Football Club who knows who knows <laughs> indeed remember it's a 12.30 kick off on Sunday Kilmarnock against Aberdeen that's it on the Red Friday podcast thanks for checking us out remember we're on North Sound 1 from 6.30 to 7 o'clock every Friday and the podcast is available both on the website and on iTunes. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday.